what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 902 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by a host of hosts. We've got James Dean Raider from Iowa. Shane Sparks from the Big Ten Studios, I think, or his basement, one or the other. <laughs> and Ben Askren, also in the basement. Basement boys. And for all I know, JD's in a basement. I'm the only one that's above the earth right now, potentially. How are we doing, guys? I'm doing well. Doing today. fantastic. Let's talk about these seeds. Let's go. Let's talk about it. So, you know, we, we've had this sort of, uh, I guess, trend or, um, you know, a couple of occurrences where you see something, you see a seed, you see a ranking, you say, well, what? This doesn't quite make sense. You know, Roman Bravo Young's ranked third. What? Yanni's ranked behind Sammy Sasso. What, what's, what's going on here? And then you see these EIWA pre-seeds. Yanni, two. Patrick Glory, two. Like, six-ranked Conor McGonagall nationally is a four-seed at EIWAs. And, it, and the interesting thing is, or I don't know if it's interesting, but the notable thing is, at, at the heart of these head-scratching rankings or seeds, it's coaches. It's heavily yes. influenced and involved with coaches. And you look at, um, well, the coaches ranking is literally just coaches. And then you've got this seeding situation, which is, which kind of raises other questions, right? Because you see these and you're like, well, this doesn't make sense. But for every conference, they have their own little sort of, there's like a dealer's choice of how you determine how you're going to see these rankings. Big 12 has a committee. Um, Big 10, I don't know what their situation is. And then with, with EIWAs, you've got, basically they use the NCAA seeding formula. Plus on top of that, there's a, just like NCAA seeds, there's a coach's vote for like the egregious ones. So like the numbers spit out the seeds and then you're able to say, okay, well, hey guys, Yanni's probably the one seed here. Um, hey guys, Glory just beat Unger. Yanni just beat Zaff, and, and you can take care of some of these egregious ones. But but what happens is some of the coaches double down on the No, the they don't the, do that. I mean, so, I mean, and I'll just say it because he was, he was candid with me. Mike Gray voted for Yanni to be the two seed as well as, well as Patrick Glory. Wait, what? Why? They basically, he's like, "Hey, we we don't. I don't think we should be changing how we're doing this four days before the tournament. We kind of agreed that this is how we're seeding the tournament, and so we're Does we're sticking with this." Advantage for Yanni to be the two, and, and I don't know. I don't know what what the advantage would be because you know what what it does. It, well, it is, I I got the advantage. I know what the advantage is. The advantage is if number who's ever number one got moved down to number two, the number three would have a much more likely shot of making the finals by beating that person than by beating Yanni. Yeah. So, right? Or number Ma- four. Max Brignola probably has, of Lehigh, has a better chance of beating Doug Zaff than Yanni Diakamahalas. Correct. Right? And yes. Lehigh that's is that's obviously, that's you know, an annual threat to win this tournament along with yes. other teams. And and so, to me, it's like, okay, well, obviously this is shenanigans and shouldn't be the case. Shenanigans. But you can't put, but why are we keep putting coaches in this position? Why are they involved in this whatsoever? Yeah. Nick Saban doesn't get to determine who makes the college football playoff, right? He gets to, you know, he gets to go on ESPN the the night before the decision and plead his case, but beyond that, he's not making those decisions. Roy Williams doesn't see the NCAA basketball tournament. I don't even know if he still coaches. Maybe a bad example. I don't watch NCAA basketball, <laughs> but if he did, he I wouldn't. Correct you. I have right? no idea. Right, and so we have we have this 
weird thing where hey, the coaches are in charge of it. And like, if you've ever sat Matt side for a wrestling match, Division One wrestling, you know these guys will say anything to to help them to win. And even yes. to the point where you think they actually believe something is two that's not two. So they either, you know, if you know the lengths they'll go to, right? And so even if you know the not, one that annoys me most, it's the most obvious, Christian. What? We're talking about the coaches do to try to get an advantage when they say watch the knee, and you're like, dude, you watch know, you know, you're not watching. You know, you want them to just call potentially dangerous because your guy's about to get taken down. Yeah, watch the watch knee. the knee, <laughs> the worst thing of all time. Watch the two, and so, yeah. but to me, it's like, well, oh, of course, why? Why are they in this position? Why? Why are we asking them this? And you see it with the coaches ranking, and then you see it with, you know, allegedly, apparently, Brody Teske didn't get an allocation for the Big Ten just because his name wasn't submitted for the coaches' ranking, even though he was eligible to be ranked, right? And so, yeah. well, what's the ripple effect of that? that? And and there's no real advantage for, for Iowa to do that. I think it's just yeah. it's just what you're seeing. The same thing with the Yanni, no ranking in the RBY. They just forgot to rank these guys. And then I, I'm assuming with Brody, the, his name just wasn't submitted for, for whatever reason. And – but why is that up to the coaches? It's like they should just say, "Hey, here's our starters, and the rankers take it from there, or whoever it is." And similarly yeah. for the the preseeds, you should take it out of the coaches' hands as well, and not have the coaches hash it out for what is you know this is an extension of so, the NCAA uh, can tournament. Can I ask a question that I don't yeah. know the answer to here, Christian? Yeah, yeah. is obviously uh, there's an economic component if you pay someone to do that as a full time job. Um, you know, then they're they're held liable for doing a good job. And if not, they get fired and you go to the next person. Um, do these other sports actually have people in those positions or do they hire the media people and then the media people do it for free, kind of just for recognition. And then if they don't do a good job, they're fired. How does that work? I don't think it's I don't think it's media, uh, although in wrestling, it may not be the worst idea. Um, I think yeah. there's just like a, a, a committee of people that are okay. that have knowledge and and that put it together. But, okay, and are they paid or not paid? I don't know if they're paid. Okay, but Got probably it. they're probably paid. The people that determine the NCAA basketball tournament seeds are probably paid. Similarly yeah. for NCAA football, etc. The that committee, Kyle Bracky would probably know, but he's not on the show anymore. He did. He left he's us. Kyle. He deserted us. Left us for <laughs> dead. There's all these alien encounters, and we don't know the first thing about him. So we might get abducted. Oh my god! Recently, there's been so many alien encounters. So <laughs> many alien encounters. <laughs> I really need uh, Kyle Bracky to save us. And now, you know, we're we're probably we're more vulnerable now than ever, thanks to Kyle. <laughs> so it's a goofy system. I don't think the coaches should be involved with it at all. I think it's a weird position to put the coaches in. I think at best, best case scenario, they're not going to probably do the best job because it is not their core competency. They're good not at job. teaching. The sport. They're good at building teams. They're good at a lot of things that are not related to ranking and, and things like that. So I think, you know how like the, they always say like if someone gets like caught for a DUI, they've probably done it like 15, 20 times or whatever. I don't really? know the numbers. A lot. Something like that, right? So similar, like Dang, you okay. see like, okay, wow. Yanni doesn't get ranked or Roman doesn't get ranked. And for every one of those egregious ones, there's probably just like, 15 to 20 coaches that just kind of like mail in and look at the look at the media rankings and kind of go from there and just do a, a halfway job, which I could not blame them for doing that. So just take take the rankings out of their hands, take the seating out of their hands. There's got to be a better way 
uh, to do it. And I think there should be uniformity across these conferences because it, in so many ways, it's an extension of the, of the NCAA tournament. And like, oh, the Big 12s on, on a whim will decide, yeah, we're going to have a true seventh so that we can get Taylor Lamont into the tournament, right? Like, that's not cool. That should be uniform too. Like, do you do a true this wrestle off to determine qualification yeah. or not? You can't just like have it Big 12s this way, Big 10s this way. No, figure it out, get on the same page. And I think with this, hopefully there's some change out of the EIWA ones where, you know, if there's an angle, if there's an angle to be found, these coaches are looking <laughs> for it, brother. It. I know we think they're these yes. the, they're these paragons of virtue, and I, most of them, they no, are good guys, but no, these no. are these are competitive people. And you gave them this angle, so don't get mad if they take it. Don't get mad if they, yes. they take the angle. I would actually say most of them, um, uh, and knowing a lot of them on a personal level, uh, most of them let their competitive gene outweigh their virtuous gene in mm -hmm. this one, Christian. And if there is an angle, like you said, they will find it. And especially if it's something that's not really direct, like, oh, you did this on purpose. Like, oh, I didn't know. That's the process. Maybe I should leave Yanni at two. That seems fair. Like, you yeah. know, that type of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Most of it is sort of ambiguous. So you could just because, make a choice that helps. Yeah. The obvious of, for Mike Gray, the obvious is leaving Yanni at two helps because he's going to make the finals no matter what because it then justifies leaving Unger at one. Unger is way more likely to make the finals from the one than he is the two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's – and so – but why put him in that position uh, is my is my perspective. Yeah, I agree totally. Do you think I it mean, should be like a formula? Wait, can, can I ask a question? No, let's just get back to this uh, off the kind of broader topic. In the Glory Unger situation, what was the justification for Unger being one? Because Unger has not exactly had a great season. It's. I think it's whatever the the thing spits out. It spits out but the. How does how did it, how is it possible that it spit that out? <laughs> well, he wrestled a lot more. Uh, than Pat. Yeah, but at the way he lost most of those matches. Okay, he's fourteen and ten. Guys, he lost. A, okay, in in the in the EIWA. His, we'll his last two he matches, lost he lost to the two and three seed, and he's the one. Yeah, listen, exactly. I don't understand it. And Diego Sotelo, who that's a Harvard guy who's in the EIWA, he lost. Look, he him. was playing chess, not checkers. Okay, <laughs> he lost to the two, three, and four. Well, he got the four. one. Uh, how did he get the one? I don't know. This is all a hustle. He tilted Malik Heinzelman one time. I guess that was. <laughs> that did oh it. God. That did it. We got that our answer. Whether you like it or not, or agree or disagree, now we know. Now we now we freaking know. Yeah, I don't understand it, guys. I mean, I guess I... he beat Jarrett Lane. What, what's Jarrett Lane? The five, six, somewhere in there? And he beat uh, the Army guy? He's not even He's not even Lehigh's starter. Le the Lehigh's sending Carter Bailey. Oh, jeez. Okay. That one, that one doesn't count then. That was out. <laughs> this this conversation, guys, to me, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Like, honestly, I'm listening to you guys talk, and I'm thinking, is this really, like, are you serious? Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. if I had to describe college wrestling uh, in regards to this topic, the two words that come to mind for me off the top of my head are archaic and fragmented. Like, like you, you bring up some good points, Christian, too. Like, there should be a universal system across the board, a universal process, because the bottom line is when you get in these kind of discussions, and I, I agree, I get it, but and I'm not saying this is the case, but it allows integrity to be questioned, right? 
Yeah. Right, right or wrong. I mean, it, it allow and, and that you just don't want to have a system. I'm with you. you. You shouldn't even let these these guys shouldn't even be in this position. They got better things to do, more important things to do from their standpoint. And you probably naturally, I mean, they're not I mean, they're they're not experts on this stuff. I mean, I'm sure they're knowledgeable, but they shouldn't be in this position. You know, Unger shouldn't be over glory. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, that is like but but you bring up a good point, Ben, too. I mean, the bottom line is and I'm not, again, I want to be very clear. I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but it's very understandable to see why this favors Cornell a lot, right? Yeah. I mean, with yes. these examples. 100%. Um, man, and cool. I, I I actually was thinking maybe Glory has less matches. Uh, he's actually 16 and 0. Yeah, I thought the same thing. When he's I first saw this. I thought maybe he was like eight or nine or yep, something. What in what the I world? Thought. Yeah. I don't well, know. What kind of formula do they got up there? I thought these were smart guys. This is the IWA. They're supposed yeah. to have the Ivy League schools. And this formula is putting this is like Chat GPT. This is some woke uh, AI that's uh that's what on I was Cornell gonna say or something. Man, I actually had that joke in the car. I do a lot of my rants in the car. <laughs> and I was like, some use this, some use coaches poll, some use chat GPT, but I forgot it in the moment. But I'm glad you you brought you made the reference, man. But Christian. What kind of formula is it? a guy that's fourteen and ten over a guy that's sixteen and zero and was in the yeah? But that was final? a close match. I mean, the the, the Glory Younger match was close. I mean, it was ten two. Yeah, <laughs> single digits. <laughs> it's it's in the margins. I mean, this is yeah. This we need we need to have a computer expert go search it. Where's Sion? Sion can go. He can go. Um, Sion wrote. I think algorithm. Sion wrote the formula, Ben. If we find out Sion was pu- punching the numbers in. I've seen some of the emails. Oh Sion is a very smart person, but the emails he writes sometimes are just nonsense. So if he's punching <laughs> anything into a formula, it's no wonder we're in the position we're in. This man beat beat Brandon Kaler, Brandon Courtney, not to mention Brett Unger. I don't know, Jose, it's not like, yeah, to your point, Ben, it's not like what? Glory's been MIA. He has had kind of a weird year. Although but he's 16. Six, well, that's... that's co- Four not of them nothing. at one. I'm, he's twelve and zero. Twelve and zero at one thirty or twelve and zero at one twenty five. He's yeah. got four at one thirty three. Yeah, yeah. But still. listen, Let's I go. don't know. I I don't claim to understand it. I just know it's silly. You can do better. And yeah, the McGonagall, number of times McGonagall at the um four four is kind of silly. Also, he's missed a decent Maybe amount. Maybe this is an anti Lehigh formula. Phipps well, Phipps beat. Um, Crookham from Lehigh in the duel. McGonagall didn't go, so I don't know if okay. that's why they're 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 punch- But there's, but at the same time, there's so many head to heads where the guy that lost is ranked ahead. Like at 41, mm. Miller lost to Coderhant twice this year, and I want to say also Casimir. So I don't. It's it's equal opportunity shenanigans, I would say. But no. however they did it, it's. A little bit kooky. Will they change these? I mean, can they still change these? I don't know if they can. They they had okay. the vote, so they did the vote thing, and oh, they're they like voted. Wow, they're like let's let's stick with it. Dang. I mean, hey, that who, is that that one at one twenty five to me is that. I mean, that one I could sit here for ten days and I wouldn't know how to have an answer because that yeah. one makes no sense. Find, there is no answer. It's literally a trick problem. Yeah. Um. Hey, let's uh, talk about the Big Ten seeds. I think they actually kind of got those close to right. Um, yeah, who did nothing, those? There was nothing like this on there. 
No. Yeah, I'm saying. Nothing at all. And and it's yeah. pretty rare that they're best. The, the one that we talked about that I wondered if they would do this was Sasso at the one. And I I kind of advocated that he should be the one seed based he on should be. the season. He, you the you season could even he argue. You could even say this, guys. Yeah, yeah, should have been the two. I was kind of right? surprised about that. They, they, yeah. I I, th- I feel similarly. I guess they probably said, "Well, what's the difference?" Because um, yeah. Gomez yeah, had that match or what? Is that what you're saying? That was an injury default. That's when yeah. when uh, when Gomez got hurt. I think it was January 27th. Yeah. But I thought I thought it goes Sasso, Yaya, Gomez. Like Christian just said, is it a is it a big deal uh, the way it is? You know, maybe not. But at the same time, that's that's the way I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think Sammy should have been the one. I think you can't. I think for something like conference seeds, looking back at last year's NCAs is not – it is a data point, yes, and Gomez has beaten Sasso multiple times. But for this year, I think it makes sense. And we're getting a lot of questions like, hey – and I thought I said it on the show, but I just didn't, I guess. But Gomez's plan is to, to wrestle it out 100%, not going to forfeit out. And I can't remember if I said this on Monday, but don't think he's going to forfeit out unless he gets um, – Injured, so that's great. That's awesome, and hopefully we don't see. I mean, you think about last year; the forfeit was honestly the talk of the talk of the tournament. Unfortunately, at Big Tens last year, hopefully it's better this season. Yeah, this you know, I was, I was actually thinking about that at the state tournament round um, on Saturday morning because they do the the county semis and the thirds and fifths. And I want to say there wasn't one forfeit. There might have been one, but there definitely was. Not a lot. Like it wasn't like oh my god, here's seven forfeits. It's like there was barely any, and so it's so funny to how like how much that matters to the kids, you know, and when they're actually wrestling and how they wrestle the whole time. And then all of a sudden you get older, and, and it's probably the coaches have the influence of saying like oh you don't need to wrestle this, and you know then it just becomes a thing. And then all of a sudden like was like fifty percent of the matches last year were forfeited in the fifth place match. Yeah, yeah, something crazy. <laughs> One time I had a kid. This is not good. Um, but he Uh-oh. he lost he lost a dumb he should, shouldn't have lost. Well, I say that, but you know, he he was not happy, and he punched a wall. The walls always win. Broke his hand with still the whole tournament on the the backside in front of him, and he wrestled the rest of the tournament out and ended up placing with a with a broken hand. Good, but that good, was, yeah, yeah. Listen, figure it out. There's a really simple saying in life. You know what the simple saying is, Christian? I'm sure you know this. Do less stupid things. No, you got to be dumb or you got to be tough. And sometimes <laughs> when you're stupid, you just got to be really tough to deal with your own stupidness. Buffalo Gap hit a lot of the dumb, tough matrix, but we also had some smart kids too. Smart, tough, hey, you dumb, tough. I know something tough. really stupid I did. I just thought about this for the first time the other day in I don't know how many years. You want to hear? So I got a confession to make. Okay. <laughs> okay. When I was a freshman in high school, we had a hot tub in the back, and we had a big snow. And Flex. I remember I had the shovel. I had the shovel, so I built this big old mound of snow, right? Okay. And then my idea was I'm gonna go in my hot tub. I'm gonna clamp on, clamp on the roof, and I'm gonna jump into the big snow thing. Okay. Oh man. Well, the problem was the snow thing. It did not impact my fall as much as I would have liked. I went like straight through it. And my heels hit the cement from the roof. Uh, like, I mean, I probably got slowed down a little bit. <laughs> it hurt so bad. And my heels are bruised. And I thought, oh my God, this is so effing stupid. I cannot admit this to anyone. So yeah. I walked around for like two weeks during wrestling season on my toes. 
It's like all my toes, my heels hurt so bad. <laughs> I remember, I think like close to the end, Coach Benson one time was like, are you like walking strange or something? And I finally <laughs> copped to it, but I had not told anyone for like two oh weeks. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think of the so dumbest stupid. thing I did where like in the right in the moment right after I was like, why did I do that? So I'm stupid. Sure, I'm sure I've got some. I'm sure Shane's got JD, some. I know JD, he's just sitting over here innocent. I know he's got a whole list. He's like, yeah. uh, which, which one of the lists? He's just waiting for the statue to live. I never put my body my body in harm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know one. Oh my, uh, this is so stupid. This is worse than yours, Ben, I think. I was probably in middle school. I was way too old. And we had this <laughs> delicious smelling scented soap. It was like fruit scented. I was like, can this possibly taste bad? Because like, you no. know, when I, was a, when I was a kid, <laughs> I used to get my mouth washed out with soap when I when I talked down to turn, which happened more occasionally. But that smell, it was like fruity smell. I was like, there's no way it could taste that bad. And I tasted the soap and it tasted. You're telling yourself that you just liked eating soap. I didn't, oh, I didn't, I didn't gross. ingest it. I did not ingest it, but uh, I tasted it well beyond, well, I was way too old uh, to make such a mistake. So, all right. Uh, no one else has to embarrass themselves necessarily, but you know, it could make, try to, I think the bar I, is I know a good soap. one on that topic that Max, Max loves to bring up. I mean, we had to be so young because it was when my parents were doing construction on our house that we we lived in. So it was 1991. So I would have been seven, and he would have been four, almost five. And they have the bulldozers, and I convinced him that some mud that the bulldozer ran over was a chocolate bar, and he took a huge bite of it. <laughs> oh my gosh! He still brings that up to this day. <laughs> that's so funny. That's just that's just brother stuff. Yes. Okay. So EIWA beyond that, um, they nailed the seeds. We can talk about yes. Big Ten, yeah. uh, which was pretty similar. Oh, one sixty five was the interesting one because they mm-hmm. went Hamity mm-hmm. one, Amin two, Amin beat Hamity, but we had the whole Rankers delight situation. Um, you're good with it, but you're good with it yeah. just because you think Dean's the best wrestler in the bracket, though. Which I don't think um, is a reason but even, to do it. Even when I look through, I mean, yes, I do believe he he is the best. Um, but when I looked through the wrestle stat, it was like, ha, ah, you just, it wasn't like all that clear that Cam Amin was very clearly the best. He's only ten and two this year. He's got a loss to Facundo, who's obviously seated below him. He also lost to Hepner, who's he's a Big Ten guy, but not in the tournament. Um, and then his only other Big Ten wins, Caleb Fish. Uh, Hamidi, Connor O'Neill, Karchla, and Hubbard. So, in my opinion, he's got two good wins. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, yeah I think I, they got that one right too. I think they got I, that one right. Plus, he—I mean, he just wrestled. I mean, he showed up, right? Yeah. I mean, Hamidi. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I don't think he did. He miss any? Uh, I don't think so. No, he didn't get to wrestle Facundo because I think Facundo didn't wrestle. Facundo was yeah, exactly. They they got that one right. I mean, yeah. Hamidi, no questions, the number one seed, no yeah. question. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree with it either. I mean, I think I wouldn't say no questions. No questions. I just said it. Your because Honor, Christian just nailed it on the head. He showed up every time. If you show up every time and you go eight no, and other guys don't show up, that's that. Especially now, listen. He didn't go eight no. He lost. He was right ahead of. No, yeah, but okay, JD. I, I'm the wrong guy to argue. This, this, this is this is my wheelhouse. Okay, one sixty five. <laughs> Amin, 
beat Hamity, who beat Kennedy, who beat Facundo, who beat Amin. You throw all that in there, there's no questions. I mean, Stevie Wonder can see Hamity should be the one seed. Like, this Stevie is easy- Wonder can see it. Yeah. Stevie Wonder doesn't have a leg <laughs> to stand on. Blind, so. This is an easy uh, one. Oh, my gosh. Hey, JD got what? me woke on this. Stevie Wonder's not blind. Look into it. <laughs> Stop. Save that for Alien Hour. This is, I've man. This, That's all I'm saying. Yeah, look he's, into it. He's done a lot of research. Yeah, he actually I mean, he wrote listen. his master's thesis at Carney about uh, Stevie Wonder not being oh, blind. Stevie's Hamity's, got, Hamity's got wins over every pre wrestled all the Big Ten matches. Yeah. Yeah. He's I just lost the car. He's lost the Monday. He's lost the car. He's lost Monday, the Monday. Not, and not he lost, the Big Ten. He gave up. Yeah, exactly. He gave up a late takedown to Amin. But like I said, if Amin was undefeated, now now it's at least a conversation. But the fact that he's not undefeated in the Big Ten and all, everything's happened the way it has, Hamity's the number one seed. I mean, Ham- I, I don't think it's even it's easy. Hamity and only loses to legacy families. Yeah, I don't think it's a huge, huge <laughs> – uh, that's funny, but uh, it's not a huge deal because the one uh, – I mean, the four and the five should probably be the four and the five, and that means they have one extra tough match, but between – the four and the one and the two and the three, I just don't see. There's not like, oh my god, this match is so much easier than the other match. You know, I mean, to that point, uh, Facundo at the four uh, beat Cam. I mean, yeah. Also, Hartzler beat. I mean, well, the ref didn't call it, but yeah. Well, he did call it. That's the whole it. point. He did call it. Oh, but he didn't call. He uncalled it. He called it. You can't uncall. You can't say two twice and then say, oh, I wave it off in sudden. Victory. No, he did. He actually did uncall it. You can't, but I think in the eyes of the law, no. I don't know what the. Hey, you know what's funny? To. That weight class, uh, I don't have it in front of me, but one sixty five does not have a lot of auto qualifiers. Eight for the for for Big Ten standards. Yeah, but as it stands right now, Andrew Sparks and Bubba Wilson are outside the the auto qualifier slot. Did you say for Bubba seats. Sparks. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> There's Andrew Sparks and Bubba Wilson. Did I say Bubba Sparks? No, but I wish you did. Oh my gosh, man, we are <laughs> so close. Him? That was a great yeah, Bubba Sparks, Bubba Sparks, booty, 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 booty. Um, oh my goodness. Oh my gosh, we are so close to having a Bubba Sparks match. It could be <laughs> Bubba Sparks for an for an NCAA bid. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, you're right. You're you're absolutely right. So yeah, sixty five so, man, and it's a long road for Facundo or or Hartzler if they want to make the. Make the finals. Yeah. Have to beat each other. Yeah, and you're then... set up to be the OW of the tournament if you're one of those guys, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or 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 a uh, like Lucas Davis at heavyweight. I mean, you win you win that bracket as a four seed. Yeah. You'll uh, you'll be the OW there. Yeah, and what was interesting if you if you look if you're on our Big Ten preseeds page, we put the we put the team scores based on the seeds, and Penn State won by a lot. Iowa two by a lot, and then Ohio State ahead of Nebraska. Uh, this is something That's where I would have said coming into it, I was like, it's possible that Ohio State beats Nebraska. I've been kind of like talking about that a little bit at, at the office, but the fact that they were seated to outperform them, I found really interesting because I I wouldn't have guessed that to be the case. But when when you look at them, um, I don't feel too bad about any Nebraska seeds. And the, the deal is just that they have a lot of guys who are relatively low and they're not going to score barely any points. So they have four of those guys with a heavyweight, 49, yeah. 33, and 65. 
Mm-hmm. And then the one guy that could move up a lot for them um, would be, uh, sorry, Lenny Pinto at seven. Uh, I would not be surprised to see a beat like, uh, and the, the match is really close. A Salazar at three, Fine Silver at four. I'm not surprised to see him win, win one of those matches and get get a little higher. But I'm also not surprised to see some of these other guys. All if they were to move down a little bit, I would be shocked. Too, he could fall. Yes, ninety seven outside of Max is crazy. I mean, what Warner's the five, Hoffman's the yeah, right. semifinalist is a seven. Amos the yep. eight, Foy the nine. That's a really deep weight. Yeah, or if Cronin went down. If Cronin, you know, because you got Ramos, Barnett, McKee, Augustino below him. If he dropped a little bit, I'm not really all that surprised. I mean, I could see him being two, but I could see him losing to uh, a patch. Uh, sorry, uh, a Matt Ramos or something. Mm-hmm. That Brown Peterson match will be good early. Yeah. What what they do to your guy, uh, Jack Medley at ten? Yeah, that uh, might take out Liam Cronin. Well, that's a that. I mean, one twenty-five. I think gets seven of the top ten guys in the rankings, something like that. I mean, that's just a. It's deep. I mean, just yeah. a lot of. I mean, you take out. Yeah, I mean, those guys between McKee and Diagostino and Barnett, those three Medley. I mean, they've all beat each other up the last couple of years. I think everybody's beat everybody. So, yeah, that's uh that weight class will be fun. I'm I'm really uh, I mean, potential semifinal matches at that tournament, uh, Ramos and Cronin be one. To, I mean, that that Matt Ramos is the real deal. Cronin's had a great year. Um, that, that's a match I'd like to see. It'd be fun. Ramos is a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun. That guy is a stud. Man, is yeah. he good? He's really good. That was one that we didn't get to see during the regular season. Either, yeah, Cronin didn't wrestle that match. Yep. Oh yep. yeah, that was oh that was the one we wanted to see. That was when Coleman, Rob, and uh, Ramos, Cronin, yeah. Kendall. If, if I remember right, that was the dual meet. I, I I could be wrong in this. I think that was one that they wrestled on a Saturday in Nebraska. Had wrestled the night before, and then they went to. I think it was maybe. Yeah, I'm just going off a of memory. Yeah, that sounds oh, about right. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, there'll be some good. Uh, some good. Man, that tournament is so good. So hopefully everybody shows up and wrestles and. Wrestles until the end. Be great. Are you? When are you showing up, Shane? Uh Thursday. I'll. Yeah. What is today? Wednesday. Yeah. I'll, I'll drive there tomorrow. Yeah. Nice. I'm gonna make the drive. Oh, nice. You got any? Who's who's going for flow? Me, Andy, and Bader. Oh, oh nice. Ooh. Awesome. See you guys there. Oh yeah. That'll be. What are you guys getting in? I got the classic five a.m. flight on Friday, Ooh. so I'll be there Those by like fun. nine. <laughs> ah, sucks. Those I are great. It. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. Okay, any other seating thoughts here as we kind of look through Big Ten stuff? Night um, uh, ninety seven was interesting, uh, and I don't believe there that bracket was all over the place. So I think it's fine as is. But um, if you said Ben, what are the odds this actually goes to seed? <laughs> I would say like damn near zero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no chance. I feel good about right. the one, and then beyond that, could be anything. Mm-hmm. 197 is like 125 from that standpoint. I mean, 125 yeah. is probably more, you know. Yeah, maybe even deeper because I could see all the way down at Foy at nine. Like, yeah. If he beat Allred, I'm really not that surprised. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah, 197 is that's a that's a crazy weight class. And then heavyweight, yeah. the is going to be so fun too. We're going to have a. Very likely Kirk Fleet Cassiope semi, another match between those two. Winner very likely gets Mason Paris. Uh I don't know. I'm 
I'm as excited about that weight as anyone, really, because it just feels right now like the national champion is going to come out of this bracket. Um, Schultz is, you know, mm-hmm. we, you hold out hope that Schultz will kind of start turning around, but he hasn't looked like the same guy this year. I think he's dealing with some yeah. some injury stuff, and that that matters. Yes, big time. All right. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, it is funny how 97 uh and some of these weight classes you feel as though um you go below the allocation spot and you have a few people who could threaten like oh that guy's pretty good i could see him like especially uh what was the one weight class i was looking at uh oh 65 and 57 57 has 10 but you go 11 and 12 are brayton lee and patty gallagher i'm like oh man those guys you know, there's a decent chance they sneak in there and steal a spot. And then at eight, uh, 65, you got Sparks, Bubba Sparks. Um, and you're like, oh, they could steal a spot too. Even all the way down to 14, John Martin Best, I believe he beat Facundo last year. You believe correctly, um, sir. Okay. So, like, these guys, but then I feel like in some of these other ways, it's like 97, it's nine, and number 10 is Nick Willem, and number 11 is Billy Janzer. And you're like, eh, I can't really see those guys. So it's, not, it's kind of funny how that works sometimes where – you know, sometimes you look below the allocation spot and you're like, oh, wow, they've got some real threats in here. And then sometimes you look and you're like, eh, not really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you saw this, just switching gears. Emilio Isaguera is evidently going oh. 141 for Arizona State. Can I ask you a question here? Uh, I'll allow this it. Would, this would only be his second um, second date. If he, if he were to wrestle here and not qualify, would he still qualify for a red shirt? No. If you wrestle in the postseason. Sure? Yeah, if you wrestle in the postseason. Okay. Fair enough. So, but it is only a second date. Yeah. So this is quite okay. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, I, Man. I, I that's not a loophole. I mean, because then NCAs would be his third date, Ben. <laughs> well, no, no, but I, I said if he didn't qualify. If he didn't qualify. Yeah. No, it doesn't it doesn't count. What if they didn't qualify that year, Christian, and some more guys got five NCAs? <laughs> That would be wild. I, I'm a big I'm a big fan of you know, you get you get four postseasons. I think that's right. Yes. But if you enter if you enter conferences, that's it. It counts. But I don't know what I, I have to assume there's an injury there with Vasquez because I don't think you pull him uh, otherwise, right? Uh yeah, there must be something wrong with him for sure. I mean he beat Brock Hardy for sure, but he, he also had some down. But- I think yeah, he's he's not really had a great season prior to that, which no. I was surprised about when I looked he's at it. He's six and five, yeah. lost to McKenzie Ball, Joseph Cangro, Kenny yes. Herman, Nathan Lucier, and Sammy Alvarez. Yes. I did okay. just double check the NCAA bylaws, and they specifically say conference tournaments and NCAA tournaments do not apply to this exception. Dang. Oh, thwarted again, Ben. They 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 knew our they knew the angle we were going to run those NCAA coaches they, <laughs> yeah. they know they got to really specifically outline it like do, like do we, man do we really need do to we write really got to say this yes, yep we, we really sure do say this you definitely <laughs> have to say this man how about fifty seven Patty Gallagher the twelve that's what I'm saying Andrew Clark the thirteen Andrew Clark's not I mean, bad Patty Gallagher just had a damn close match I'm telling with you guys I Rob. I have I have put a lot of I put a lot of stock lately in Patty Gallagher. I really like buying that Patty stock. I, I like how he's wrestling. I, I, I Patty Gallagher 
is going to be all right. What, Shane, I mean, he, you bought it at a good time. Yeah, yeah it's almost St. Patrick's I, I really, Day. I like how he competes. He's, he's right. When I watch Patty Gallagher, he makes some mistakes. I think it's just an experience thing. Uh, I really, I like Patty Gallagher. I really, he's, um, I like him. All right, you love all the hard for you guys. Dudes. I, I got a tough question. What's that? I said I got a tough question. Well, Shane, you have to answer this. You're not allowed not to answer this. So of the top 10, and don't just take the easy route and say number 10, which one is the the most likely of of the 10 above him to get a spot stolen from him? Gosh, I'm trying to think who the t- those guys are. Well, it is um, the 10. I mean, t- Model and Gilcher, yeah. for, for sure. God, those guys. I yeah. mean, Model's one of I those mean, guys. He can... He can He's tough too. Model and Gilch are like you talk about guys that can make things miserable. Those two guys, I mean, they just wrestle, they wrestle hard. Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking, Mikey. What about Mikey Carr at the seven, yeah, Christian? He's, because he's only had four matches. Yeah, but he could do something crazy, Ben. That he Carr. could, but he could also do something crazy the other way too. I, I know. I mean, Carr was at the Big Ten Finals like four years ago. I think, dude. I think it was more. It was twenty. I mean, it was 18, I think. 2018 18 Big was at Michigan State. <laughs> yes. Uh, he beat. And, and did he lose to McKenna? He did be- he lose to McKenna? Yeah, he beat, but he beat like Micah Jordan or no. Okay. No, because that's Ohio State also. He beat someone good. Carr is a freaking animal, man. Yeah. I mean, that guy is at 157. Yeah, 157 is at, at, all these weight classes are fun, but I, I will I will say this too. Y'all, you Nick know, Lee? the Kansas City Chiefs, you got Travis Kelsey, you know, they win the Super Bowl and the Chiefs are like, nobody gave us a chance. We were so disrespected. I mean, that that is so old. But I will say this. Fake narrative. Peyton Rob, I think Peyton Rob is a little disrespected as an undefeated guy. I, I would you agree? I think he's well, probably he did just have a really close one with Patty. Yeah. Yeah, he's had some. Rob's had a handful of close ones. I mean, he he's won a few. I think two nothing gets that escape in the riding time. That's how he wins. Well, I I, I think, think well, he's respected. It's the number one wrestler in the country right now. Yeah. He's ranked number one by everyone. But I think I don't think it's disrespectful to say I'm not surprised at all if Peyton Rob doesn't win this weight. I'm not surprised if he Levi Haynes pretty damn good him. this year. Yeah, his only but, one point match is against Patty Gallagher. Was yeah. that 5-4? Five, 5-4, four? Five, four, and then his, okay. his next closest one after that, he had a couple two zeros. His yep. Ed Scott match was really five, close. 5-3 three. Three to Ed Scott. That was, was that overtime? Or no, it was uh, regulation. Not overtime, no. Regulation, yeah. Mike Carr beat Nick Lee that year. Oh, my Man. goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, Mike Carr, there was a duel meet we did. It was uh, Illinois and I don't remember who it was. A few weeks ago, he couldn't make it because he was like doing something with like dissecting bodies for school because he's like a doctor. I mean, he's just like that guy must have know it was for school, not for fun. Yeah. 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 Let's hope it's school related. (laughs) Otherwise, he's a real (laughs) twisted individual. But I mean, that guy's just incredible. I mean, it just blows my mind how you can be like that smart, that kind of academic academic workload wrestling in the big 10. I mean, I mean, Michael Carr must just be Uh-oh. a machine, a machine. Good. Is he in the running to uh, be your future son-in-law? Man. Yeah, he's, he, he's one of those guys. If he showed up, that'd be great. I mean, that's, I mean, I just, <laughs> I mean, that guy, Michael Carr is pissing excellence all over the place, like <laughs> everywhere. 
Now he's got dog. The disease. world is Mikey Carr's urinal. <laughs> JD, I'm just so impressed by these guys. Like yeah. when you think about this stuff, it's like how can you be? How can you do all this stuff? You can't make the Tommy. Bo- you can't make the Tommy Boy joke to him. What, yeah, what's... yeah, exactly. I think he's got two or three degrees. I mean, oh he's just incredible. I'm getting my t-shirt. picture taken with Michael Carr at the Big Tens because that's the that's like a state. I mean, that's the guy. In 20 years from now, when you see him, he's got the big house, the great family. He's killing it in his field. Like, uh, Michael Carr is incredible. Still just pissed on every tree. Being wherever he pleases. Woods, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. That was awesome. Um, so, yeah, 157 is going to be fun, Ben. I, <laughs> no <is>. clue. <laughs> it's going to be pee everywhere. Is this the year Kendall Coleman really – Breaks through, and I know uh, he's a two know. seed. Three, he's a three. Yeah, three. He's Levi who's, the, who's the two at fifty-seven? He's got Luan in the uh, quarter. Haynes, Haynes. Who's the two at fifty-seven? Haynes. Okay. Yeah, that'll be man. You know what? What Pence? You know, yeah. There'll be something that happens. I'm thinking somebody else. You know, I, I wonder who's going to be the young. You know, the lowest seed to make the final or win it. My, hey, I have a question. Uh, Shane, if if Levi Haynes beats Peyton Rob at Big Tens, how surprised are you? Gosh, I I like uh, I like Rob a lot. You guys know that. Um, but we've just seen this. St- I'd be I'd be man on the scale from zero to ten, probably mm-hmm. a three and a half. See, that's my point, Shane. It's like the talking about disrespect, but like that's. You, that's an appropriate view of Peyton Robb, in, in my opinion. Like, yeah, I would not be that surprised if Levi Haynes beat him, right? Now, Levi could maybe not even yeah. make the finals, but that that's that's just speaking authentically. Like, yeah, he's not that big of a favorite. He's had the best season so far this year. He's yep. beaten a yeah. lot of really good guys. But if he were to lose to someone like Levi, it's not like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, if, if Peyton Robb were to win a national title and say, hey, Nobody thought I was going to be here. Like he's, he can say that. Like a lot of guys, like give me a break. Everybody, like it's like really. But I, I think Peyton Rob is a guy that when people look at the number one ranked guys in the country and ask who's the one guy that might is most likely to get picked off, I think a lot of people are going to say Peyton Rob. Yeah, but that might be the right answer, Shane. Someone is Could the be. most yeah, likely. Yeah, no, I, I, exactly. I agree. Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I see what you're mm. saying. That Chiefs uh, thing annoyed I don't know me too. Who's the Shane. most likely number one? Let's, let's all right. See. Let's let's embrace debate. Who's the most likely number one to? Uh... I think I, I think Sasso, given the fact that he's already lost to Gomez. Sorry, I oh, think he okay. he means and then, number one uh, NCA rank. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the Big Tens. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nationally. So I'll I'll read them real quick. Spencer Roman Alirez. That would be one. Yanni, Peyton. David Carr would be another. Well, I think Keegan's going to get him. So, yeah. Starachi. 97's uh, up there. Brooks, Dean. Yes. Brooks, Dean, Paris. Heavyweight, so honestly, because they were yeah. such competitive matches. I'm not really shocked if, if Paris loses to Castillo Beer or Kirkwood or White Hendrickson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Fun, fun stuff. Why don't we. You want to look at ACC seeds, which is sort of hard to say. Oh, wait, I want to talk oh. about this. Gilman, oh. 
up at 61 kilograms. Yeah, what was this about? Well, I, because I, the other thing here, Christian, is generally in these type of tournaments, you get an extra two kilograms. That's 4.4 pounds. That's a lot. It's kind of a lot of weight. It's a I lot of weight. So happy in the non-serious ones where I didn't make 74. I only need to make 76. It was like, oh my god, this is so amazing. It's so much weight. Yeah. So I, after <clears throat> the Olympics, which feel like a long time ago, he was like, yeah, I may move up, try some at 61, some at 65, but then it never happened. So at that point, you're like, I thought I was like, okay, I guess he thought about it and was like, I can still do it. Now he's up at 61, which is not to say he can't still do it, but the timing is interesting because at this point you would think he'd want to maintain his 57 advantage, yes. sit out to final X, make it one time, win two matches, get one. Maybe that's what his plan is. Okay, well, yeah, maybe. Maybe he just like, that's fair too. Is he just yeah. going just to get some matches and like not cut yeah. weight and just mess around with some technique? That would be... Maybe that's what he's doing. Yeah, it's probably possible. Um, but but he's never done this before. Correct. Yeah, we've never that seen is, it. Uh, it is it is not that common for guys to wrestle up. Yeah, for him to wrestle up now would be so crazy, given the fact that he wrestled fifty seven last year's, and he now gets to sit out till final X, to then move up, lose your final X spot, and have to wrestle at sixty one at the open is like, dude, what is going on? Unless unless he's somehow at this point in his life, I'll group 57, uh, but I don't even know how that's possible. Well, it is hard to be a 125 pound person. Man. Just, just generally. So I'm, I mean, I'm I sure. saw him at the Penn state. Iowa duel. We're just talking to him a little bit. I mean, that guy's like no, no body fat on Thomas. I mean, that guy is a absolute monster. I mean, I was like, Whoa. I mean, he was, he is just, that guy is chiseled out of marble. Thomas Gilman hammer. Just peeing everywhere. Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, yeah, I got to assume it's a not it's nothing, and he's just going to move back down. That's I think that's the really? assumption. Okay, yeah, of course. I, I agree your... with Ben. It just ma- it just doesn't make doesn't make. I mean, any there's sense. just so much. He's so mm-hmm. disciplined, and it just yeah. I mean, that's such a there's such a big difference there between your path to uh, the team. Yeah, Larry Cracker. Did he compete at sixty one a couple times during twenty twenty? Hmm. At like, I mean, I know they had the parts. Like, yeah, when we wrestled Gross that time, I don't. I remember that. I think they got either three or four kilograms. Like they got kind of a lot of weight. Um, so I think maybe a few times. But that at that that era was just like, hey, wherever you get a match, you get a match True. type of thing. Yeah, I'm gonna write that out. Write that off. So yeah, I, maybe yeah. maybe he is pretty sure it is sixty one. His first time at sixty one in like official competition. No, maybe mm-hmm. he just wants to wrestle Nathan Tomasello again because he's going to this tournament. <laughs> just rekindle that old rivalry. Dan Kolov. Yeah, so we'll see there. I mean, the, the obvious. I, I'm really curious about those two weights, fifty seven and sixty one. Does anyone start to position themselves now for 2024? Does Dayton stay yeah. up or does he come? They all does Dayton, are right. Well, do, are they? Is Dayton going to stay up? He shouldn't. You think it? Yeah, is Gross? I mean, I think he's the one that is because he's already sitting out the final X. But I don't really think he should. Is he? Oh no. wait, no, he's not. You're right. He's not. Yeah, he should go down. <laughs> Stop eating, Seth. You're going fifty-seven. 
I think you'd see it on him. Like you could see when he was smaller, fifty-seven. I don't oh think you see that on him. So um, he's probably staying sixty-one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'll be it'll be fascinating. And Soriano's already made the move down. He, he was at fifty-seven mm-hmm. at the ranking series. Could be a fun U.S. Open. Fifty-seven, sixty-one, yeah. always fun weights. Okay. Where to next? We could talk a little ACC. Also, shout out to Joey McKenna for competing literally everywhere. He's exactly. only, he awesome. only wrestles. A lot, huh? <clears throat> he loves wrestling. He does it. He loves wrestling. That's it. I mean, God, it's awesome. Okay. Yeah, do these, we... uh, these Dan Kolov matches are going to happen pretty early in the morning because at 2.30 a.m., prelims, semis are going to be at, what's it, at 8 minus 5? We got 9 a.m. For semifinals. Right when you get up. Perfect. In the middle of this show, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other conferences you want to talk about, guys? Uh, I mean, I looked at the ACC. It's, it's obviously only six people. No seeds are egregious. 57's fun. Um, there's a few other tough weight classes. 97's kind of fun. But uh, nothing, I think, that's all that debatable. Yeah, I don't think so. the one you know, Philippi Latona Orini is interesting because um, mm-hmm. Mickey beat Sam, but Sam's kind of ranked higher, I think, generally because he's got a lot more wins. Yeah. Um, no, it's always a fun, fun one. That's on Sunday only. I'm pretty sure ACCs. Yes, it's a small tournament, but very intense. Team race is always exciting. Weird stuff can happen there. Looking forward to that. Uh, Big 12s will be great as well. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of qualifiers. 141 at at, at Big 12s is really interesting. You've got um, seven automatic spots. Jordan Titus is the eight, which it's really hard to. Because he beat. Uh, he beat Cole a Matthews. lot of guys. He's had a really good year. He beat Cole Matthews. He beat well, Swiderski, who's the. Like, at 41, Swiderski's unseated, so he just gets dropped in the bracket, which is kind of wild. They're just plopping him in. And we'll, yeah, we don't know where he's going to be. That's going to be crazy as well. Carter Young yeah. got the four. He really came on hot at the at the end there. I actually don't understand how they did it. Did Carter Young? Because didn't he lose to Carlson? But I believe he also beat Moses Schwartz both times, right or no? Yes, I know he beat the last one. I mean, he yeah, majored. He, he majored Happel. He he lost to Schwartz in December. Okay. Beat him here in February. Well, I w- you would think the more recent win. I mean, yeah, Young at four is strange. You would think he'd be the two or he three. He also lost to Joe Greenwood this year. That Ooh. that might have be what's holding him back too. Uh, yeah, he lost it. But he lo- and he, he lost to Carlson, but is ahead of him. But he beat Moshe and Happel, and is behind both of them. Feels like he should be a three or so. And obviously the the. The important thing is you don't want to be on the same side of Andrew Aliers because that is a bad, bad man. And now Carter yeah. Young is, and that just makes things a little bit tougher for you. Yeah, I actually don't mind where uh, Hart is seated. I mean, Hart's taken some not not as great losses, but I don't mind where he's seated. Um, I think he matches up fine with Kill Happel. Um, and then yeah, he, I know he lost to Schwartz, but I think that's a match he can win. Yeah, I thought he was going to win that match, and I was, yeah. I was wrong. But, yeah, Titus at the eight. Man, I feel like he's had a better year than that. 
Well, let's let's go look. Let's you know. Uh, let's, you know, and I think they pretty much only take in Big Twelve results. He got majored by Happel. He lost to Young. He lost to Schwartz. Okay. He lost to Tal Shahar, Ferranti. Lost to Ryan Michaels. Not familiar with his work. Lost. To, who Ryan Michaels wrestles at Pitt. He's a Pitt forty-one pounder backup. So he beats Cole Matthews, but lost to. <laughs> All right, you can't make sense. All right, maybe it's fair. Yeah, I think fair. But that weight is really interesting because seven is not a lot. So Dursey's going to have to not just, you know, be top eight. He's going to have to win another match. Yeah, I actually kind of like it when it doesn't end up being eight or six. Like seven or five is much more fun because now they got to wrestle the last match. Mm -hmm. Takes the backside and those placement matches more fun. Mm Mm-hmm. 57's fun. Um, Vinny Zerbin as an unranked or unseated guy is is interesting because he's had a pretty solid year. Yeah, 65 is actually wild too. Who did Zerbin beat? Who's Zerbin? He's got some big win, right? Like a real big one? Uh, he beat Haynes, he I think. Haynes, yeah. yeah. Haynes, Haynes' only loss, I think, right? Yeah. He could be a trivia answer here, one of these. Yeah. Like, like a Keaton subject. Yeah, he beat him 8-6 in sudden victory. Who is the one that uh, – didn't Mark Hall lose to someone who was also not that great? Christian Brucky and Alex Meyer. Brucky, yes. Alex Meyer, yes. That was, uh, Meyer was what I was thinking of. Meyer was an All-American, right? Yeah. Brucky was close. Okay. <laughs> but, man, Car O'Toole. Holy cow, what is this match going to Well, this bracket's like? fun because you also have Caliendo and Hall who are good. Wyatt Sheets isn't really even – I mean, Wyatt Sheets could potentially upset Caliendo. I think it's unlikely but possible. Keegan's got a – I'm sure Keegan knows about Tanner Cook and knows what to watch out for. And then David Carr's just got to make sure Baylor Fernandez tries to, doesn't try to do a dirty move and hurt him. Yeah. Baylor, <laughs> you try to win. Don't you hurt David Carr. Yeah. Uh, but – ah. What what do we expect from that match? Which Car- one? Car O'Toole. Because uh, it could be well, tighter. Hopefully, hopefully Keegan's made some adjustments. Yeah, yeah, obviously Ben, but like. Well, I'm biased. What do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> I know you think he's, but how, how does the match actually look? Do you think it's? Do you think Car is more or less aggressive? Do you think Keegan is more aggressive? Well, Keegan was very obviously very aggressive in the second period because he was behind, and so he got the first takedown, and then went to try to get the second one, and it kind of I feel like he rushed it. Um, so I, I think it looks similar to what the first period looked like last time, and then Keegan just has to, you know, car got to get out. He's very elite. He's got to get out. Yeah. But he's also elite at finishing the single uh, when he shoots to hit his right side, car's right side. Um, and so he's got to keep him off that leg. Yeah, I'm. It's it, to me, it's still the number one match of the whole weekend, the Caro Tool rematch, and what it could set up for for NCAA's. Could it set up an epic rubber match where yeah, O'Toole evens the score at Big Twelves, and then it's all gonna get settled at, at NCAA's. Hopefully on Saturday night if they seed it properly, and then yeah. or is it something where Car does it again, and then he's gonna have to literally beat Keegan O'Toole three times to be a national champion. It's just like, yeah. it's insane drama either way because unless Carr like somehow widens the gap, which I don't, which I think would be, I would be very surprised. That'd be very surprising yeah. to me. It, there's no way we're not going to go into this NCAAs. I feel like wondering 
if Keegan has a chance, I think we're going to think, man, Keegan's got a shot here. Um, yeah, so, now, so fascinating. I believe if Carr beats Keegan again, there's a scenario where Keegan doesn't get the two seed at NCAAs. What's the, what scenario is that? Who um, gets it? Monday? Because Monday lost to uh, I mean, Hamidi's got three losses. See, because it's how the NCAA is seeded. They go head-to-head competition, 25%. Quality wins uh, is 20%. Coaches rank is 15. Results against common opponents are 10. RPI is 10. Qualifying event placement, 10. Win percentage, 10. So I think, actually, there's a chance. You'd have to crunch the numbers, but Hamity uh, would have... um, higher like qualifying event placement maybe quality wins they do those on a tier which is very hard to calculate um and there, there's a chance where he could sneak in at the two well he doesn't need the two as much as, as long as he's the two or the three yeah yeah yep <clears throat> it won't it won't bust it up but it will get interesting if Carr, keegan and hamity all have is it possible one loss is hamity's no, Hamity has two losses, so that shouldn't be the. Yeah, Hamity's to... got three. Oh, does he? I was thinking. Yeah, because he's lost the he's lost the car Monday and Amin. Okay. Hmm. So hopefully they 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 remain separate. They appear to be the still the class of this weight. But yeah, cannot wait for sixty five. Caliendo definitely looms, but Car Car and King are definitely a class above. Okay. Anything else from Big Twelve country? Are the are the Tigers going to do it, Ben? We're going to get it done. Going to get it done. <laughs> All right, there oh, you ben. go, Ben. Let me guess. I'm assuming, Ben, just to make it public, you got Missouri winning the ten individual titles. All of them. Ben reminds me. You know what Ben reminds me of? And I love it. It's the old SNL SNL skits with the Bears, Bears. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, Bears. <laughs> Bears. Tigers. Might, Ben's well, got be Tigers. One way. Uh, Parker might be Colton Hawk. That might be the way. <laughs> anyway. Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, That's funny. I'll go all AWA. We'll go Conrail Budo is going to also uh, beat Brock Muller. Jack Gannos with a 157. Jack Thanos. Keegan yeah. Payton. We can we go Keegan, we go uh, three peak Keegan Peyton Parker. Uh Keegan's gotta get that upset. Gonna be fun. At first AWA guys at a uh at a ranking series or at an international tournament with uh um, Mitchell. Mitchell oh, says yeah. Askren WA right there next to like, you know, you got Titan Wait, Mercury and Nittany I thought Lions. the Kolov wasn't a um yeah, it's not. It's actually not. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> right. Last week. Close was, enough. Right? It's close enough. Close, close enough. enough. International wrestling. Yeah. Uh, does, is he going to have anyone good in this bracket? Can you tell me that? No, I can't tell I you that. I haven't seen international entries yet. Oh, man. Ben, is, is, is Mitchell – where's Mitchell going to school? He doesn't know yet. Doesn't know yet. What, what yeah. is that news going to break? Release, release the tapes, uh, Ben. Uh, no, he, <laughs> I mean, he was. legitimately doesn't know. He hasn't even been really that much focused or concerned on it. So I think, I think probably in March he'll probably start that process. Mm. Okay. Dang. Yeah. That'll be fun. That's all that matters is March. March is all that matters. <laughs> That's when you gotta make your decisions. Well, it might move into April, JD. Then, then it won't matter anymore. <laughs> then it won't matter where he goes. All right, mm-hmm. let's go to some questions. Um this question's for Ben, 
I keep seeing all these updates for Hawkeye Wrestling Facility. How much did facilities affect your decision while being recruited? Uh, I saw this, and I think I don't think I really thought all that much about it. I think it's something that's significantly overrated and overvalued. Um, I know one thing, like a non-wrestling thing that mattered for me, and sorry, Northern Iowa and Edinburgh, and I and I really like I like those coaches. Um, but I didn't, I didn't want to live in a small town. I knew that, you know, I also like for Phoenix and Tempe, I didn't really like the like big city feel of Arizona state. So for me, it was like, I liked that kind of mid size, um, college town feel that Columbia provided. Um, but obviously if I hadn't like, liked the athletes and liked the coaches, it probably wouldn't have mattered. And I would have found somewhere else to go. Cause there's, you know, I kind of felt similarly about Ann Arbor, um, uh, as like the size of the city. So that mattered, but I did not really care about um, facilities. So as you, you know, you counsel a lot of athletes now, they're all getting recruited. How much do they talk about facilities? Uh, to me, no, I'd slap them if they said something about the facilities. Really? <laughs> yeah, it don't matter. Give it me seems a like it, ma- it seems like it matters. I know. Watch Rocky I know. Three one I, time for me. Yes, I, I know. I don't know. Yes, I know the coaches sell the crap out of it. Um, and maybe it makes life a little bit easier, but I don't think it really matters. I really don't. Okay. Well, yeah. they, they're spending a lot of money. I know. Actually, How can I, you I, be I hungry when you're this? sleeping in silk sheets? Yes. Oh, I think about this, not in the college wrestling front, but on the – I think about this for the college front. Is like – all these colleges are building all these new facilities and the students are too dumb to realize that they're the ones that are actually paying for them by their tuition going up. So it's like, you want these nice facilities, but now you live in college, $150,000 in debt, you dumb dumbs. Like, you know, like if you didn't get donors, I don't know. A lot of, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Tuitions have been skyrocketing. Tuitions have been going like this guys, but that's not, I'm aware, but I don't know if all those tuition fees are going to, not because of wrestling facilities, Ben. General student population. General student population. College would not cost as much if, if everyone didn't feel like they have to keep up with the Joneses and build these brand new beautiful facilities every single place. I'm pretty sure like the Carver things almost or the, the Iowa one was like primarily fundraised and same for like Ohio State. Yeah. I think I'm talking about dorms and college classrooms and all this stuff that they're built. I mean, like Mizzou, I feel like damn near every building is new since I left. Yeah. Dorms for sure. All of the dorms. All the dorms that existed when I was there are pretty much torn down. Dang. You're getting old, man. How embarrassing. Damn it. Getting old. (laughs) (laughs) Oklahoma State just announced a new athletic facility. Oh, yeah. Good point. Good segue, JD. I don't know Uh, how that one was funded, though. I don't either. But, yeah, it's, man... (laughs) I'm thinking about college now as the kids are getting older. It's like, I don't know how you pay for this. Thirty, forty dollars. You know, I thought it was free. I thought isn't college free these days? No. <laughs> unfortunately not. Unfortunately not. Mm-hmm. At some point though, the, the cost of college will exceed the value of college and then people will stop going. Yeah. And they'll figure out a new solution. And surely there are new and better solutions coming our way. Yeah. Hopefully they're there for Caleb and Natalie. <laughs> the, the, the day's coming soon, I'm, whether I like it or not. Uh, question from Dean. Any chance Iowa did not enter Teske because they wanted Big Ten to have one less 33 allocation? Wisconsin, Nebraska no. have guys outside the threshold. 
And that's one less spot for them to go after while, with Iowa uh, for a team trophy. One, Wisconsin's not in contention for a team trophy, um, I don't think. Two, if this were the case, one, to, to answer your question, there's no way this is the yes. reason Iowa did this. Two, so th- it does make me think, what if Penn State says, hey, we're not submitting any names for to be ranked? <laughs> Screw the whole big thing. And then it's like you automatically, everyone loses an allocation, and then you just get all your guys in. Which is a, a reason that you need to just take this out of the coach's hands because yes. why there shouldn't even be like the fact that this is where Dean's I, I don't under, I do understand why Dean like kind of well, why would they do this? Maybe there is a reason, but that's the main reason they should just take this out of the coach's hands so that it's not even a thing that you have to enter a name for them to be ranked. It's like, no, Teske's your starter. And that's the other thing. Like when the NCAA, the person that puts together coaches ranking, they should be like, Okay, they should be someone that has at least a, a working knowledge of wrestling in the sport. And it's like, okay, let's see. Oh, okay, this team didn't enter the guy that's been wrestling for them that's likely to be their starter. Just send an email. Be like, hey, did you guys meet? Oh, yeah, my bad. This, uh, yeah, Teske's our guy. Or like, yeah. hey, coach, you didn't rank Yanni at all. You know, did you realize he's eligible? Oh, no, I didn't realize. Yeah, he put him number one. Like just someone that's just like double-checking the stuff and being like, hey, did you mean to? Just confirming. Okay, fix it. <clears throat> But I don't think there's that kind of a situation. So you get these kind of weird things. Yes. It is crazy just that a clerical error could affect the field at a national tournament. Yeah. Like literally it it took away an allocation from the Big Ten at yeah. this weight. And, you know, if there's one thing we know, it's the Big Ten's hurting right now, guys. They're not getting guys to the tournament. Is This was their year to shine. And now they're getting one less allocation. <laughs> It's it's a shame. Like a big, it's it's basically a big JV tournament is what it's turned into. It really is. It really is. Um, what in the world? I'm not even gonna read that one. Um, <laughs> how long could Carter Starachi ride the funk in a hypothetical match where they're both oh. juniors? Man, I'd hope not very long, but he's a pretty damn good rider. So I don't know. <laughs> what's the what's the longest you ever got ridden in, in college? I got ridden out one time by Chris. Chris Pelly wrote me out one time, and he won four three on ride time. Um, it was one. Of those, it was honestly kind of a little bit like the David Carr Keegan, where I, he had never ridden me before ever for any real length of time, and he just I don't know why. The one time he he like really kind of committed to it, and it was a lot of like where I almost escaped, but not quite escaped, mm-hmm. you know. And then I got a uh, so he didn't ride me out. I got a reversal with like five seconds left. Um, and, and so that tied it up three or three, but he had the right time point. Dang. Yeah. Who was that, Ben? Pendleton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oklahoma that was, State. that was the only time. You know, you know? Yeah. Um, someone asked, where is Kale Davidson? I don't know the don't answer know. to this question. He uh, might have he's probably just lost not a the wrestle off. I don't know. He was also. not having a great year. Okay. Um, what are the biggest? Oh, this is fun. What are some of the biggest fluctuations of performances for Big Ten to NCAAs? Number like one is Quentin Wright. Wright. Everyone knows yeah. that one. Well, wait, he <laughs> well he won Big Tens and NCAAs. His, oh, sorry, but I mean going into Big Tens, he was, he was an eight seed. I mean, I remember I was yeah. doing stuff for the Badgers at that time and took the bus with them to Northwestern. Travis Rutt was the one seed, and when we got those brackets, like everybody was like. I mean, everybody was like, oh, uh, you could just see it. 
<laughs> and if I remember right, guys, uh, I could dude. be wrong on this, but I think um, this is going off of memory. I thought the other thing that I thought was dangerous about that bracket was I think that rut got like an opening round by at oh, that time. Interesting. And uh-huh. I thought, I, I mean, honestly, that was one we, we joke about. I don't make many picks. That one I would have picked. I, it, it was just, it just it's like Quentin Wright, eight seed, going to be coming off a win. I mean, it was right there for the taking, and that's what he did, and he never looked back. That, that's one of the best runs I've ever seen to a title heading into conference weekend. Yeah, that was a crazy team race, too, I think. And what it, it was coming down to like backside matches. Yeah, let me look at this run. I, I have the bracket pulled up here. So Quentin had Rutt, you're right. So Quentin House was in that mix. So he beat Tony DeLago after he beat Travis Rutt. Then he beat Steinhaus in the final 4 3. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. And then he won into. So, um, so what I think the question is like who is like had a down Big Tens and then won, I, th- I think Jake Jagger's never won Big Tens. Oh, he was a, a two two time champ. Decent fluctuation there. Um, some I feel other like guys? Penn State as a team has multiple times not won the Big Ten and then won the national title. Yeah, yep, that has happened on a, a couple of occasions. Um, I mean, Bo Nickel lost to Miles Martin at at Big Tens and then yeah, but he never wrestled him at NCAs. When he lost to him at Big Tens. Oh, interesting. True facts. Um, Noel forfeited out that one year. <laughs> and, I think him uh, and Noel Kemper, and Kemmer were on six. Remember that? Yeah. Yep, yeah. <laughs> yep, I remember that one. I still have that picture on my phone. I'll give you what I'm hoping for, guys. And it's probably, this is probably, I mean, maybe some wishful thinking on my part, but I'm, I'm hoping that kind of magically, brightly. Hey, just, there you go. <laughs> Like that'd be a guy if somebody said, "Give me like a seat." I mean, what what's Brayton seated? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, I mean, somebody said, "Give me a double digit seed that's going to win it." Say Brayton Lee, right? Oh my gosh, uh, win it! That'd well, be crazy, man. That, if he but... qualifies, I think that's so- somewhat magical. And he's such a nice, he's such a nice kid. I, he I just is. got that. It, he just hasn't been the same. Hmm. No, he's de- definitely not. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how realistic it is to think, oh, magically in a couple weeks he can get it together. But David Taylor beat St. John. This is a fun. This was a fun. That fun was a, that was at Northwestern. That was what 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good tournament. That was a really good tournament. Ramos, I remember that that year too. That's the uh, if I remember right, Ramos and Ramos and Graf had a. Had a great match. I might have been. I don't. Did Ramos win that one? Did you, did Ramos beat Graf in the semis? That was, that was the next. Uh, yeah, no, Graf won. Graf won. Okay, but, that but might have been the a, last time Graf beat him. Maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. Andrew Long won Big Tens that year. Okay. Man, Stacked Spencer dragons. didn't win Big Tens twice. That's true. That's the what Thomasello and Seabass? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yep. Yeah, those yeah. Are some good ones. Who's had like? Has anyone had like Penzo five never Big won Ten? Big Tens? <laughs> That's the Penn State guys. Yeah, I mean Marinelli's won won Big Tens a couple times. And never, four. Yeah, four, four times. My gosh. Yeah, he won four times. Yeah, it's it's interesting when you have those conversations on, you know, guys that. Uh, like Spencer, the success you had at the national tournament compared to the Big Tens, then you got the 
you know, Marinelli's the opposite of that. That stuff is always just fun to fun to talk about. No question. I mean, I still think that the big right now, the wrestling stats to me that's the most interesting is Spencer Lee, 52 straight, Roman Bravo Young, 49 straight, and Seabass is the last guy to beat both of them. Like that, yeah, that well, to me is just wild. Stat. Wild. Yeah. What a beast. And he never won. Yeah. Yep. All right. Any other questions? Um, what's been anything been popping off in the chat? We haven't been looking in there. Uh, I'm not really great on the YouTube chat. You don't like YouTube? No, actually, YouTube. Uh, we uh, we're killing it on YouTube these days. Yeah, big YouTube people. Big YouTube, big YouTubers. Ben, can I ask you a quick question, real sure. quick? Sure. Of all the guys that won state titles from AWA, what is the best story? From your standpoint, knowing oh, where that's, they that's easy. Okay. What who is it? Um Mulvaney. So okay. Mulvaney made the state finals as a freshman, lost in a crazy match. The next year he lost to he kind of got upset by Connor Mirasol, but now Connor Mirasol has obviously won every state title and he's ranked like number three in the country. Yep. The next year he lost to uh Aiden Sinclair, who is yeah. you know, ranked like three or two in the country. Okay. And so then this year was, you know, he still hasn't had a title. And at Team Sectionals, him and Ethan Riddle wrestled, and they're both ranked in the country. And he hurt his ankle really bad. And this dude, he wasn't walking the day before sectionals. He was on crutches on Friday. We met and talked about how you're going to win sectionals uh, when you're on crutches, you know? And we had a couple of games. He pinned everyone. He's like, uh, and he didn't, he didn't even have like anxiety he's like i'm just gonna go pin them all in the first period okay cool you know and he went pin everyone in the first period of sectionals and it's like okay well those guys were kind of easier how are we gonna win state in five days when you know and i remember saturday or sunday he came in to talk and there was someone else in there from kakana actually and he walked in with his boot on and then he saw the guy from kakana and the guy from kakana didn't see him and he walks back out and he's like well, I can't let him see me in a walking boot, so I put my shoe on, right? Because he didn't want uh, he didn't want someone who from a, a rival school to know that he had a, a walking boot on. Someone he didn't he wasn't really sure if he could trust him or not. Um, and dude, the whole time I'm like, I don't know if he can win. Like he like he can barely walk, and he just like got better fast. And either the first day was kind of sketchy, and then by Saturday night he looked like. Kind of good, and he won a state title kind of easy 12 to 6 with six takedowns. Um, yeah, yeah, I couldn't have been happier for him. Where's he going to school? He is going to Bucknell. Okay, Ooh. awesome, yeah, smart guy. Where's yeah, a, hey, where's Ben Bass smart. going? Ben Bass does not know where he's going yet. Oh, really? Yeah, he's not sure. You're not sure, so yeah, that'd be a good pickup for somebody. Pick him up. Oh, yeah. Shane, anything else before we let you go? I guess I would leave you with this. Oh boy! A couple of weeks ago, doing that Cornell, uh, doing that Cornell uh, Ohio State duel. Oh boy! And uh, you guys know I've always thought JD's pretty cool. I think JD's one of the coolest guys ever. So hey, let's go. JD. I don't remember what song I, sh I should remember this, but I'm sitting there. They're playing music in the venue, and it's like a '70s song. Yacht rock. And I'm like, it was a great song. It and, and uh, like. All of a sudden, I hear the music, and for whatever reason, I'm like, J.D. popped in my head because he was pretty close to me, and I'm like, 
I hear the music for whatever reason. It's like that 70s vibe. I think JD's got a good 70s vibe. I look at JD and he's literally like dancing and lip syncing the song. It was just classic. Uh, <laughs> was just, uh, I'm like, this funny. guy is the best. <laughs> what was the song, JD? I don't remember either. It was like Crosby, Stills, and Nash or something like that. It was, it was just perfect. Wow. But I look all right. I mean, it's, just, it's like, I, I'm like, of course JD knows this song. <laughs> of course he does. It was great. Classic <laughs> jock jam, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Right yeah, oh, great stuff. Great stuff. Might have been some Earth, Wind, and Fire. It was one of those type. Okay. Might have been Earth, Wind, and Fire. But I, like, for whatever reason, I, like, instantly was, like, looked at JD, and I'm like, of course, you know. Of course this is in his wheelhouse. Of course. Any upcoming concerts? Piss excellence all over everybody. Yeah. What was that? Any upcoming concerts, Shane? What's on the summer concert schedule for Shane's bar? Well, the, the, the one, well, I got disappointing news. Uh, Uh-oh. Oh, is so, Madonna cancel? Well, no, Madonna's still a go, but oh. the one that I'm really disappointed on, really disappointed, supposedly, I had I had Justin Bieber tickets to Summerfest in 2021, mm-hmm. I believe. And I, I had Justin Bieber tickets in the last, like, year, year and a half. It was going to be at Summerfest. He cancels it, and now supposedly it's it's not coming back at all. Oh man, Whoa. I didn't know you had Bieber fever. Sorry. Oh, I loved. I've. I, I would say this, <laughs> and the reason Bieber came up was somebody asked me, "What what musical artist are you embarrassed to admit you like?" And I'm like, Justin Bieber comes to mind. Although I like a little bit of, I think Mandy by Barry Manilow is pretty good. I mean, you came and you gave without taking. I mean, what I mean, you know, Barry Manilow. Oh man, you know that song. I don't it's know so that funny song. When we stay at the South Point and just the hordes of elderly that love Barry Manilow. Yeah, I like I like Barry Manilow. I like <laughs> Barry Manilow. I don't I don't want to listen to him for an hour, but Mandy's a great tune. He's got he's got two or three that are good. Some you bangers. Know, you know, you know, like borderline tear jerkers. You know, he can feel you can feel his pain resonating through the lyrics. I mean, you can you can feel it. Yeah. Hey, would you go to uh, one of our, our our listeners likes Wu Tang? Would you go? Would you go to a Wu Tang concert with Keith Gothard? I'll tell you what. I'm pretty. I'm I'm weird with music. I could go to anything. I mean, I yeah. I I, I sure. All right. Then th- throw this up. Throw up the throw I'll, up the W. Well, I'll give you. I'll give you one concert I went to once that was that was too much for me. Uh, Rock USA was in Oshkosh, and one of the bands. I thought it was, was Country the- USA. Well, they had both of them years back. Yeah, Country oh. USA was big, and then they had Rocky USA. Okay. The one band that I saw where I was borderline like borderline disturbed was Slipknot. Oh, that was gosh. like Iowa. That was that that was a little too much. It's just too too <laughs> Iowa angry, you know. That was that that one. I remember watching that one going, yeah. I'll be I'll be you know because I think I was staying for. Uh, I, I know for a fact the main band that night was Alice in Chains, and I love Alice in Chains. So I had to, I had to endure the hard hand fight of Slipknot. Oh, the hard hand fight. <laughs> yeah, that was that was something. That is, yeah, that does. Just looking at the pictures of that is pretty disturbing. I don't, I couldn't name a single <laughs> song in there. They, they're freaky. Yeah, I couldn't either. Slipknot. All I know is Slipknot is just. <laughs> 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 that's that's singing Slipknot. Oh, like sli- sing Slipknot's number one song. That's that's what you do, and you'll be close. You'll yeah. be close. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, so you're gonna go see Wu Tang with Keith Gothard. That'll be good. <laughs> 
make sure. What about you, you guys? What, what about you guys? You guys get any concerts you're going to? I'm going to see uh, Billy Strings here in uh, in Austin. In, uh, who the heck is Billy Strings? Man, you wouldn't know. JD knows. I, I don't know who Billy Strings like a, is. I have no idea. We've seen Billy Strings before. Bluegrass, folk Never even heard guy. of Billy Strings. Yeah. He's really I'll give good. you one I'm disappointed on, guys, because another another genre of music that I like is Christian rock, and I'm bummed out. Mercy Me is coming to Green Bay, but it's like week of NCAAs. And I'm I've missed oh, those man. I've missed those guys two or three times where it's like I'm going to see them. Them in casting crowns. I want to see them really bad. And every there's been a couple of times casting crowns was I think in Oshkosh where I live a couple of years back and I couldn't go to that one. But I'd love to go to I'd love to go to that one. I'd I've lo- seen, those are a couple other ones I, I want to get to. Yeah, I've seen the, I've seen Mercy Me before. Um, oh, I bet I bet it's fantastic. Good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Well, music radio live. I like a little music talk. You know what we need to do again? We got to figure out some cheesy movie like Roadhouse, and we got to watch it and make notes and talk about it on the show again, like we did Roadhouse. That that <laughs> was so fun. Project. That's yeah. Summer <laughs> after, after NCAA's, we got to get some some cheesy movies and watch them. But for right now. We're going to go. We're going to be back tomorrow. Shane won't. He'll be driving to Ann Arbor. Look at this. What did you guys do special for episode 900? I saw nothing. Absolutely freaking nothing. Oh, come nothing. on. We just grind, though. Shane. We don't celebrate milestones. We just grind. <laughs> we leave the celebration to, to others. No. You got to do something for show 1,000. 1,000. Like, we will do something. Yeah. I don't know what. Maybe I'll we'll just get Ben here. sponsorship for show 1,000. Please. Mr. Yeah. Ad Sales. Yeah. That would be great. Um, anyways, we'll be back for 903 tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. Conference weekend. Gonna be so fun. We'll see you then. Keep your eyes on Flow Wrestling. We got all the content you need for conference weekend and then some last state championships going on as well. See you then. Goodbye.